I want him to be Marlon's man. Do y'all know who that is? Is this one of the Wayne's brothers? Mm -hmm. Is that a Wayne's brother? Got a flag. Got a flag. It's all those cold winters, man. They just don't know what to do with themselves. I got a punch and fuck everything. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Time to find cheap, outdated jerseys like the one I'm wearing right. on eBay. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Seven a week. One size fits all. What about me? This don't fit on me at all. Every year, every year I look forward to this, the NFL draft, and every year I think I stop paying attention, stop actually watching the event after like the second, midway through the second round. Yeah, it kind of wears on you after a while. Um, just kind of like the crowd in Nashville, where it was 150,000 Thursday night, and then I think 150 Friday afternoon. Yeah, they, they kept on trying to pump it up. Pump up those numbers. No, and the jams, but neither, neither, Man, neither would be pumped. That up. is one my one of my biggest criticisms is like the announcers are trying. They're they're all outside, and the announcers are sure. kind of near the musical acts. Yeah, and the musical acts are rocking and a rolling, and the announcers are trying to talk over them. <laughs> I just want to be like the guy in Back you to just the want Future. To rock. You know, you that's like, can you can you turn it down a little bit? Turn when, down the commentators or turn down the music? Turn down the music. Like, oh yeah, yeah. When Marty McFly's like trying out for a battle of the bands, and then like yeah, Huey sure. knew it, Huey Lewis, who's there in a cameo, is like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. "I'm afraid you're too darn loud." <laughs> That's me. Um, the NFL drop. Uh, hi, Hankins. How are you? I'm good, guys. Great. Good to see. You. Don't mind me. Uh, <laughs> episode one sixteen <116 laughs> of Throw the Flag. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's something I look forward to every single day. I, I, I can't wait. I get all my stuff ready for 7 p.m. Central yeah. uh, Thursday night, and I, you know, always keep a running spreadsheet of every pick. Like, it's not information readily available mm -hmm. in 60,000 mm -hmm. websites, you mm -hmm. know, throughout the throughout the internet. Um, and then I basically just kind of, like, check the NFL draft checker, you know, sure. every couple hours yeah. to see if any anybody I know has been drafted. But, um, yeah, it a really fun draft pick wise mm -hmm, i mm -hmm. think i said on thursday night possibly the most the the worst most poorly produced draft i think i've ever seen can we just lean in on that for a please, minute before we get please. into picks um as someone who runs an entertainment show frequently uh i was fucking horrified it was bad a the venue selection, when I saw them build that stage at the end of Broadway, mm -hmm. I'm like, why on earth? I mean, I know why on earth, because that is the part of town set up to handle the most influx of people just walking around. Yeah. But why would you want to shoot a TV show right there? The draft is a television program. 
Why are we shooting it right when here? When they first opened, I assumed that that was just the pregame, and then they Me were going to uh-huh. shoot to I an thought indoor... it was a festival outside, like, yeah. hey, here's... They're going the Gaylord, or they're going to go in the... Yeah. Go in the... Mm-hmm. Do they compensate? Not, not like... to mention, the goddamn ramen is sitting right there. Yeah. <laughs> the ramen auditorium is right there. It would have been cool as shit for the draft to happen in the ramen. Oh, yeah. You can do all the stuff you did. They do that when... um. I'm a person who goes to Nashville relatively frequently. When the uh, Final Four is in the Gaylord across the street, yeah. they do the exact same setup they did for the draft. They have big screens. You can Those who aren't in the game can enjoy the festivities and watch the games outside. It's a fucking hoot. That's... They could have done the exact same mm-hmm. thing, had the draft inside, and had a television program with which to do. Yeah, that's what I... When I saw the setup, I thought... Okay, well, there's obviously going to be some musical act at the very front where the stage is, and then there's just a ton of people watching the musical act, and there's I'm sure there's TVs spread around so people can yeah. watch what's going on. I'm sure speakers are hooked up. But then all of a sudden, you're like, whoa, they're doing the announcements on this stage where I thought, yeah. you know, Taylor Swift or Travis Tritt or... Trace Adkins. Trace Adkins, Garth Brooks. Clint uh, Brown. Yeah. Chris Gaines. Mm-hmm. All of them, I thought they would be performing, so... I don't know as a spectator if you were, say, half a mile away, which is what it looked like, because it's a thin strip. Yeah, yeah. Like, how Broadway. you could enjoy that. Uh, it was, and of course, they had all the players backstage, you know, under under a roof, because it turned out to pour mm-hmm. for like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Another reason to maybe do it with a roof. Several, um, several months ago, uh, you know, when it was first announced that the NFL draft was happening in Tennessee, I went to you... Too, as well mm-hmm. as our, our... That's where tents come from, by the way. <laughs> um, I, you know, I said, guys, this we always do our podcasting getaway mm-hmm. every year around the NFL draft. Let's do it in Nashville. Let's go to the draft. Mm-hmm. Immediately, you two were like, you would hate it. You would absolutely hate yeah, it. Yeah, and based on what you saw <laughs> happen, if you were one of the crowd, like, 3,000 feet away from what's hate, happening... Would yeah, hate. Where's the bathroom? I got, I'm so thirsty, and you're just stuck there next to sweaty other guys. Sweaty and, and how, rain Here's soaked. another... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's why our game and why our people, college football, God sport, is so much better. College game day and SEC Nation do this literally every week. Yeah. Successfully. The people know how to behave. The people do not disrupt the show. There might be some cheering in the background, but they've got the audio finely tuned mm-hmm. to yeah. handle all that. I've never struggled to hear Lee Corso over the chants or boos of people. No. They do this every week. Yeah. The fans do not try to crash the set and just say the same thing over and over. They don't just chant the name of the stupid uh, analysis on set. NFL fans are awful, and I hate them. So the crowd especially, I don't know if it was an NFL thing or what, but the crowd particularly blue um there were so many of them it was easy to tell how miserable they were because (laughs) either either the production staff didn't have what the the commentators were saying Mm -hmm. broadcast to the crowd which is a possibility with the quality of the the show that went on but they they could i don't think they could have sean because again it would have had to go out over those the course of of 17 street blocks (laughs) it would have been (laughs) finally the nfl would have achieved their overlord status if they're just blasting that out to nashville but it was just like you know they they kept giving you know obvious cues to the crowd for like big cheers Mm -hmm. And it, you, it was just like, yeah. Yeah, okay. they'd be like, and the third pick is in, everybody. Let's, is everyone here excited? And, and I mean, and then when they were actually talking, there was like a very loud murmur over, mm-hmm. as you were saying, mm-hmm. like, 
And then when they're when the crowd wasn't louder than the than the hosts, then the fucking music was because yes. they had some like F list microwave Dave and the nukes were there <laughs> and they were cranked up to eleven. Real buddy, I'm here to tell you I was at a comedy festival <laughs> in Austin, Texas, while you guys were keeping me updated on the draft through G Chat, and I laughed hardest that night at the <laughs> fact that you brought up microwave Dave and the fucking Huntsville's nukes. own Bravo Huntsville to you, Stallworth. sir. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Microwave Dave and the Nukes basically was the house band and was on stage while, uh, you know, they would announce a pick uh, with number three, Quentin Williams, Alabama, going to the Raiders. And then this must also must have been the first year that they did not, that they decided to take photos, I guess by virtue of the fact that the crowd was so large behind, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in front of the stage, that every every kid who was getting picked Thursday night who's watched a draft ha- has seen... Somebody go up to the stage, mm-hmm. face the crowd with their jersey sure. and Roger Goodell, and mm-hmm. get a and get and get a photo from from the crowd. But there was no like photo pit. There was no, no photographers area, and they definitely did not tell any of these yeah. players getting picked that they were they that were, they were going to have their back to sure. the crowd as a backdrop because the first seventeen players yeah. had to get like, turned around by a photographer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Goodell disappeared, mm-hmm. I think, after getting that chest bump from. I don't know who and like, <laughs> meet me up top. My man said, <laughs> "Meet me up top." No, I, <laughs> and um, it just every, every facet of it was was bizarre. I'm surprised the feet didn't cut out in the middle of the of the night. The, <laughs> the other side of it too is when you're in New York, um, you're going to get Jets fans and Giants fans who are no, notorious or just really good on TV for the draft because they put everything in. Mm-hmm. It. Um, when you're in Chicago, the Bears have a you know strong uh, fan base. When you're in Nashville, you're going to get Tennessee Titans fans who, quite frankly, don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, they're, your, your hardest Titans the, fan If is... the volunteers had been there, yeah, your, your, your hardest Titan fan is level three compared to the crazy Knicks and, or uh, Giants and Jets fans. Yeah. So, best case scenario. And then, oh my God, did they ever get the mileage out of what it did to the Bachelorette party? Oh yeah, they yeah. did not stop that. That was good. <clears throat> I mean, you know, good for that local reporter who tweeted that. Oh she man, really... she probably made a made a big payday. She's going to be like on Good Morning America soon. I bet you know? she uh, followed around the the bachelor uh, the bachelorette party. But yeah, Nashville is a, is a pretty is probably the biggest destination for bachelorette parties. Wait, I don't know let's why. Let's go to Nashville. Just want to dance ah, it out. Let me I hear that music. Dance it out. Get some guitars. <laughs> it's not too late, Becky. Get back out right now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, apparently, the, whoever organized the um, that one person's bachelorette party—I'm sure it wasn't the only one in Nashville that weekend—had the foresight of who of whoever was actually putting on the draft mm-hmm. and didn't check to see what other events were happening. Well, that could have been us if, like, we didn't know the draft was happening and we scheduled our podcast event there. Sure. Can yeah. you imagine what that would have been like? I would have been, dude. We gotta go. We gotta go. And then I would have gone alone mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. prove a point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I would have come back, and you would have the point proven would have been we were right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then I would have showed back up at the hotel looking like a drowned. Yeah, don't you think like the the bachelorette party when they were shopping around? Like, wow, this weekend is like twelve hundred dollars a night. Maybe we should do the weekend prior before where it drops to three hundred dollars. You think night. so? Yeah. Oh. Um, another thing about the production. Very at the very beginning, Robin Roberts was kind of doing a pre-draft what like intro mm-hmm. on some balcony. She was on a scaffold, yeah, scaffolding, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she talked to Patrick Mahomes 
Um, she asked him like two questions and, you know, it wasn't a very lengthy interview. And then she was like, uh, Patrick, he was waiting for his next question. And Robert Roberts was like, okay, you can go. (laughs) And then, and and then, and then she brought on Taylor Swift and it's like, did you not want like the big, scary, like quarterback with some interaction? Like, Hey Taylor. Hey, like Patrick. It was weird. That's when I knew it was off the rails because it, it, she was like one of the very first like couple minutes little yeah. things. The sound was just terrible. It's like you couldn't hear sound him bad, or her. Yeah. And and I got to say in Robin Roberts defense and the producer of that segment's defense, the odds of Patrick Mahomes pulling out his male penis and saying, <laughs> "Look what you made me do." <laughs> were high. They were very very high. Or him just beating the shit out of her because that's what the NFL apparently does now. They just really lay it into women. Higgins, you you put it best, um, you know, a couple minutes ago when you said college football, ESPN, etc. They they produce a show basically of of this caliber, <clears throat> not this caliber, but of this scale, and do it well. I, I I just don't understand how you can just not get the sound right. It, it's just one of those things where you're they're used to doing it where they're where they've done indoors, it. and you know they were kind of at a weird airplane hangar last year. So I mean, yeah. Um, but you just don't learn. You think that you're so, you think you're too big to fail. You think that all right, we'll get it right. And sometimes you get in circumstances where you just can't get it right. It's it's possible to just not be able to get it right. We talked about the Ryman mm. right there, renownedly one of the best sounding music venues in the country. The last show, Unless Sean, Mouse that you and I playing. were there. We were furious. <laughs> right, we were furious. Here's a band that tours all over. They know what they're doing. Here's a venue that knows what they're doing. They could not get the sound right yeah. that night. Sound is funky, man. You got to really control for that shit. And they did none of it. Final question mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. I understand Taylor Swift is ubiquitous. Probably. She's Miss Nashville. She She's mm-hmm. from Nashville. Mm-hmm. She is Miss Nashville. Um, is she the right person to unveil a song, to use the NFL Drafts crowd to unveil a song at midnight on a Thursday? I'm uh, sure there were other marketing sure, strategies, but sure. like, why waste your time going to the fucking draft? I don't know. She should have sung the song she was releasing. Yeah. That's what she should have done. With Microwave Dave. Oh, mm-hmm. another thing. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Microwave Dave would play their songs on stage <laughs> and then as the as the players walked on stage after they were announced they wouldn't stop playing exactly they would just play softer uh-huh like they would just like strum and and strum and drum and then increase i don't know if they ever stopped playing yeah they kept playing that one microwave dave song that i remember <laughs> from going to the panoply in fifth grade like you go the day before and it was like you can't judge a book by looking at its cover. Man. That's what they kept playing. That's what it, That was in my head. It's true. You can't. No, I mean, that's why they... That's, that's what the NFL draft's all about. Mm-hmm. That's 100% true. <laughs> I'm just surprised Microwave Dave didn't play Panoply this year. They're, they he, they they spurned Panoply. I can't him. believe it either, because that's... We're, we're his own, That's man. their bread and butter. Mm-hmm. If you don't know who we're talking about, please Google Microwave Dave and the Nukes. It is a band full of old men that has played in Huntsville exclusively. For 30 years, probably? 30, yeah. bare minimum. And he does good charity work Some on the side. They, do- they donate uh, musical instruments to low-income students. It's called like the Microwave Dave Foundation. I like so, it. Yeah. Microwave it's called reheating it with Microwave <laughs> Dave. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright, we should get into the picks. Um, 
Uh-uh. I don't. I just want to talk about Microwave Dave. <laughs> <laughs> microwave Dave and the Nukes. It's a fantastic name. It really me. is. <sighs> he played my cousin's wedding back like in 94. Really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the wedding reception, not the wedding. <laughs> uh, just a totally rockabilly version of Here Comes the Bride. Uh, Kyler Murray was picked to no one's surprise. Uh, the Cardinals could not have handled this situation worse. Oh, no, Sean. It was to everyone's surprise. We didn't know what they were going to do. Oh, yeah, that that's right. I forgot. <laughs> um, they, uh, so Freezer and I were talking about this before we hit record. The um, I, I don't know how you don't trade Josh Rosen before you pick Kyler Murray and don't like jettison all of that leverage that you have in a draft. Josh Rosen, they, they traded up to number 10 last year Mm -hmm. to pick, Mm -hmm. um, gave up quite a, quite a, quite a bit to draft their quarterback of the future. I understand that the coaches have changed and the system has changed and everything else, but is, is Kyler Murray going to produce like a number, like a number of first round top 10, top three, Top one pick should. I think everyone's on the Patrick Mahomes train. Sure. Not just Taylor Swift's. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks the young and sexy mm-hmm. dude from Texas can light it up. It ain't going to happen. Nine. Five nine. Cliff Kingsbury, <clears throat> he ain't it. If he was it, he'd still be a college football coach. Sure. He doesn't have it. Um, it just won't work. I think they'll probably win five or six games, and that's sort of their cap. Because <laughs> I... They won't be able to win with Cliff Kingsbury. Maybe they could with Kyler and someone else. He, he just doesn't seem to have the discipline or football IQ to push them into the playoffs. Uh, <clears throat> very interesting pick. I, I, I'm still, I mean, <clears throat> there there are a lot of, there were a, a, there was a surplus of defensive ends and, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. edge rushers and um, small defensive tackles that to be picked. Why not just trade down? They should have. I mean, we'll we'll get into other quarterback picks later, but um, very interesting. Because what happens this year if uh, Arizona's offense doesn't do anything? You know, it's a bust. Cliff Kingsbury. It's this is usually this. If they if they would have drafted defense, you'd be like, all right, we got to give this guy two or three years sure. to get everybody in here. But if you're giving him exactly what he wants now, and there's no production, you can tell real quick whether or not he's your coach. And you also have Tua Tagovailoa coming out next yeah. year, who's probably an inch taller yeah. <laughs> than than Kyler Murray. And then you have Trevor Lawrence the year after. Trevor, I mean, you yeah. can wait for a good quarterback. Justin Abair is coming out next year yeah. too. Um, it's it, it it's very bizarre. There are, there are much more bizarre picks in the first round, but. I, I, I still don't understand. Um, maybe it's easier said than done to trade down uh, like I thought they should have. But um, there's also the danger of, you know, shoving a uh, a player who had to transfer from his original school, played one year, started one year mm-hmm. at his last one, won mm-hmm. the Heisman, sure, absolutely, beat out another good quarterback to win the Heisman. But you're also shoving him into a starting role that – he could be one and done. Yeah. I mean, you know, we talk about how uh, Aaron Rodgers probably would not have been as successful as he has been if he didn't have those two-something years mm-hmm. to study under Brett Favre, um, which is why Jared Siddham's going to do so well in New England. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hankins, what do you think? Is this a, a boom or a bust? Uh, Mr. Hankwell gives his suit a dope as hell. Sure. Because that's all I care It was about. a nice colored salmon. It really <clears throat> was. It was a soft salmon. Mm-hmm. I mean... Fucking, he'd given tribute to the greatest fashion coach that ever was, Bob Stoops. <laughs> Thought it was just very well done. A, a a suit befitting of a 
uh, first overall pick. I think he'll probably do okay. I think that kid's got a lot of talent, and th- their hands were tied. They once you hire Cliff Kingsbury, then you can't be half pregnant. You've got to go full. <laughs> we're gonna reinvent offense. We're gonna do it all. We're gonna do wacky plays, uh, wacky signs. Wacky signs will be coming mm-hmm, to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to do it all. So I mean, I everything you guys said made logical sense. Um, but the illogical part of that is they hired Cliff Kingsbury, and so you got to go. You got to go all in. Um, for the first time in a very long time, your San Francisco 49ers, mine San Francisco 49ers, uh, did not screw up their first round pick. Um, very happy, <clears throat> very happy with Nick Bosa. I think you know getting Quinn and Williams or most of the other uh, defensive linemen that were taken in the first round would be would be a boom, but I'm happy with Nick Bosa. Yeah, just for the listeners, uh, this is an audio sort of format. You don't <laughs> get to see the visual representation of what Sean has on. He has on his 49ers jersey, sure. his MAGA hat, yeah, definitely. and his white hood. <laughs> he is in full support of the Nick Bosa pick. Nick, Nick Bosa recently apolo- deleted all of his tweets. His Pussy. previous tweets. Back it up. I mean, and be then, a man. And then apologize for his previous remarks about Colin Kaepernick. Pussy. <laughs> He's got to be all in. Just be like, this is what I believe. You guys believe your thing. I believe my thing. Um, Let's I'm, have a forum and talk about I'm t- it. I'm t- and not be like, I delete it because I don't want to offend I anybody. Hate, I, hate that. I hate that so much. I, I just keep my <laughs> opinions to myself now. <laughs> myself and my QAnon brothers. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag QAnon. Um, I uh, I'm typically pretty bad about separating politics from everything, but um, football. I don't know. I can just do it. I'm I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nike, just do it. Um, yeah. And uh, did uh, Mr. Hankwell's fashion guide have a have a review for Nick Bosa? Uh, that suit was a nope as hell. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, f- I forgot. Am I supposed to be rating people on cutness or not? I think that train is okay. That one's done. Yeah. Okay. I think that Trump train has sailed. <laughs> uh, number three pick the Jets. Uh, again, this is what everybody thought was going to happen. Quentin Williams from Alabama, um, the highest Alabama pick. Uh, is any Alabama players I think got like second? Harry Chris, Gilmer or something was drafted like went first second. or second, but We've this is like in the forties. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. Chris Samuels, I think, was two. Richardson was three. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Quinn Williams mm-hmm. uh, went to the Jets. Um, another good pick. I think, you know, he's he's one of the highest uh, highest out there, so. Yeah, I agree. There's nothing really good or bad to say about him. He uh, burst on the scene this year, had a great season, yeah. and good for him. Cash that check. Hank Well. He didn't wear a tie. Ooh. He didn't wear a belt. Ooh. It was gray. It was tucked without a belt. There's a lot of gray. Didn't wear a tie. Looked like he's got a funny a body. church archer. He's got a funny body. Mm-hmm. It let me know one thing: the dynasty is over. Oh, mm-hmm. God. If we can't prepare these young men to put on at least a belt, the tie, I get it. That's a that's a fashion trending shift that maybe I'm just on the backside of. But you never tuck without a belt. And that is unforgivable. Yeah, there was Hank is out. You were at the comedy festival, so I'm not sure if you saw this segment during the Quinn and Williams sort of two or three minutes that he had screen time. Is they talked about his upbringing. You know, he lost his mother at a young age, and 
yada, oh yada, yeah yada. i forgot about this and then they said well since his mom's not here tonight they're leaving an empty chair for her and they showed an empty chair and a glass of flowers and stuff yeah. and then there was a pillow on the chair and the pillow had like a poem or some sort of yeah. inspirational In, saying like, cursive script writing and i guess it was supposed to be like sewn on there but it looked weird so it was obvious this and this goes back to the production value of, yeah. of this draft it was clearly obviously just a plain black pillow that maybe was supposed to have a poem embroidered on it but when you watched it the writing started two inches to the left of the pillow mm-hmm. on every line yeah every mm-hmm. single line mm-hmm. and i mean it was obviously superimposed because the camera was moving and the the camera was the the text was moving with sure. the camera mm-hmm. And the pillow was not. It was weird. It was definitely a weird segment. And like no one was talking about it on Twitter. Yeah, are we the only? Two I people feel that like noticed? we were going crazy. Oof, got to find it. Got to yeah. find it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the there one of the the these two statements is true. Either everybody has mispronounced Clellan Farrell's name while he was in college, or Roger Goodell. And the commentators at the at the draft began to mispronounce it on Thursday night mm. because everybody was giving uh, this one uh, Raider fan shit for looking confused when they announced that sure. the Raiders were picking yeah. Colin Farrell at four because Goodell came out and said with the fourth pick blah 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 the Raiders the Raiders pick Cleland Farrell and everybody was like who the hell is that I've yeah. never heard of that person and then his name probably the Clemson's be- uh, Clemson's best uh, defensive lineman. Um, I don't know if he should have went that high, but hey. Yeah. There's a lot of defensive ends out there. I think Josh Allen probably would have been a a better pick here. you got to roll the dice. If you like a guy, he interviews well with you, performs well, you take him. Sure. You don't want to wait because you might get burned. It's very true. Hank, well. Goddamn Raiders sent their – the Raiders sent their scouts home because there was too much dissension in the room. The Raiders are run by former uh, NFL Network draft analyst Mike Mayock. And former ESPN uh, NFL football commentator, John Gruden. Whatever they do is going to be crazy. They picked a man who wasn't even at the draft because he didn't expect to go in the first round, who also showed up wearing a V-neck. No respect for any of this. Mm. Number five, Devin White, LSU, linebacker to the Buccaneers. Eh. A lot of defensive players. All I know is that LSU would have beaten Alabama this year if he could have played that first half. Oh, yeah, that's what everybody says. That's right. Free Devin White. Oh, SEC commission. I'm a crazy snake man. I'm a crazy snake man. Voldemort did not like it uh, when he was suspended for that first half. It's true. Oh, yeah, it's true. I mm-hmm. forgot about that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, number six, quarterback. Uh, it's a low-risk, low-reward suit, I might add. Oh, yeah. Just like this pig. <laughs> Was it just a black suit or something? Wasn't it like a blue just suit? A pl- yeah, just a, just a regular suit. Hashtag classic was, cool. You know. uh, number six with our first pick that probably had the most uh, the most uproar about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Giants pick quarterback, not Dwayne Haskins, but Daniel Jones from Duke. Somebody who lost fifty nine to seven to Wake Forest mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. in uh, his last game in college. He's like six five, six six. He's a giant. He looks like Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> everybody's pissed. People are crying racism because they didn't pick Dwayne Haskins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, I get it if he fits into your system, but gaga ga goosh could not. Again, can't you trade down and? You could. You could do. You could take anything. Say, I'll take your first round and give me your seventh round. Just get me out of this pick. <laughs> trade to the like. Trade to the to the Redskins at fifteen, who are going to pick Twain Haskins yeah. anyway. No one else is going to get a quarterback, and Daniel Jones, even if he's taken at fifteen, is still way too high. Yeah, I hate the pick too. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. We talk about college football once a week, every week for the past hundred and what sixteen, seventeen weeks. Lots of weeks. Not one time in any of those weeks did we mention by name Duke quarterback Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones never happened. We do a whole thing where we rate the coaches from each conference. Mm-hmm. We do a whole thing where we do predictions and we go through the seasons and not one time did we mention Daniel Jones. This mistake actually started last year when they didn't take a quarterback. Yeah. And decided they wanted to get it this year and I guess the pressure must be on. I don't know from who because clearly they don't care about pressure. And also having their GM say he fell in, and I quote, full bloom love with this kid at the fucking senior bowl. I don't like that. It's just, uh, mm-hmm. is the perfect, the perfect summation of the New York Giants for the last decade. Um, if, if Eli doesn't somehow get lucky enough to beat the Patriots twice in Super Bowls, we're talking about them as one of the worst franchises in the country. But hey, it happened. And what they did, based on that suit, was draft a youth pastor. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I, I definitely built uh, Daniel Jones's coach a statue a couple weeks ago. But other than that, <laughs> um, let's uh, try and speed up here. Josh hmm. Allen was picked by the Jags. Uh, a lot of folks thought he could have gone in the top five, if not top three. Um, Hankins, I see your notes here. What does a baby is not a bow tie mean? A baby is not a bow tie. You can't just hold a baby up yeah. during your pictures and expect people to not notice that you're not wearing a tie. <laughs> baby ain't a bow tie. <laughs> Uh, uh, people, people loved that TJ Hawkinson, uh, tight end from Iowa. First of two Iowa tight ends mm-hmm. going to the Lions. Um, I have a note about any yeah. Iowa draft pick because uh-huh. they, they continued it on Saturday and Sunday is after an Iowa player got picked. ESPN's like, hey, hey, fans, you ever heard about this tradition at Iowa that started like two years ago, but is a tradition? <laughs> At the end of every first quarter, the fans turn around and wave to the children's hospital, which is in view of the stadium. Mm-hmm. They turn and they the wave, and yeah. everyone like, oh, we feel so good about ourselves. It's about us. We're feeling good about ourselves in this selfless act of waving our hands and taking an Instagram of it <laughs> and making it sure so ABC is on us. You hate so anyway, so you remember this tradition, fans? All right, well, we're going to show you something. And it shows like this scene of some kids at a hospital bed and they're like, congratulations, John Smith, on being selected in the NFL draft. Bye. And then they're waving back. And they're waving back. I think it's a great tradition. Tradition, I, I think of it's course. A, yeah. Two so years. they did that for every time an Iowa player got mm-hmm. drafted and every time ESPN mugged for it. They love mugging r- it. Rubbed it out one more time for them. Uh, I did not like it. <laughs> Hankins. Wave goodbye. To be and fly. <laughs> that was a boring ass suit. Um, come on, white dude. Like, seriously, white guys, I don't expect you to come out and be, you know, as fashion flashy as the African American players are. I don't expect that because, you know, there's cultural differences. There's kids from Iowa. Sure. But come on, man. 
they got you're in you're in Nashville. I would have I would have much loved these dudes to come out wearing fucking full nudie suits from right down the street <laughs> that I would some boring ass suit. Porter Wagner, that shit. Um, number nine pick Ed Oliver uh, probably dropped a good bit after his after his antics. Yeah, coat past year. Hashtag coat gate. Mm-hmm. Went to the Bills. A uh, lot of a lot of value there at number nine. A great pick, I think, by the Bills. Sure. The fucking Bills kind of got good. Uh, like, they got a lot of good players. I think they signed TJ Eldon. They signed a couple other dudes. They got this dude. Um, that suit, though, pretty classic look. Nothing really to complain about. Should have showed up in that big-ass coat that got him in trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what I want to see. Mm-hmm. Work heel, baby. Mm-hmm. Come out and work it. Um, number 10, Devin Bush. I have nothing to say about Devin Bush. Yeah, dude from Michigan. That's all I know. Um. Showed up dressed like he was uh, in Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> and the first pictures I saw were just the top half where he's got this half leather sort of oh, bandolier vest deal. With the white, the um, white and the black. Yeah. Yeah, that was really bizarre. Yeah, and I was with him until I saw the pants. And they continued this weird white stripe. I was like, nope, now you look like a clown. If you just showed up, again, fucking pair of cool jeans and some boots with that goddamn vest on, sure. I'd been championing you as number one. Out of, out of <laughs> number one Number pick. one. Now you're assed out, buddy. Uh, n- at number 11, uh, Jonah Williams from Alabama. Alabama's second uh, pick. With this pick, Nick Saban tied um, Joe Paterno for his for most first-round picks. Mm, R.I.P. R.I.P. Jonah Williams. Uh, <laughs> um, went to the Bengals. Solid pick. I mean, I think that he's probably the the best offensive lineman of the draft. They love an Alabama offensive lineman. They do. Um, what I didn't love was that he looked like a big ass groomsman. <laughs> just the just the guy that really helps wrangle everybody together for pictures on wedding day. Cannot wait till they play the father daughter dance so he can dance with his stepdaughter. Ew. <laughs> I do love that John Mayer's daughter. You do song. love that yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rashawn Gary from Michigan, third Michigan player, taking the top twelve. Um, a lot of people were saying this was a pretty, pretty poor pick by the Packers defensive end. Um, Hankins, what does three dope bracelets mean? He was wearing three dope ass bracelets. <laughs> <laughs> One was like a cuff, and then a couple beaded ones. They really, I mean, his suit was was you know just a regular suit. Uh, nothing, nothing wrong, nothing right. But them bracelets really tied it together. <laughs> um, skip it around here. Uh, I think that the next the next one of note is the Redskins not having to trade down to get Dwayne Haskins at fifteen. Um, it's probably the first thing that. Dan Snyder in, at Washington has done that's yeah, actually worked. Yeah, pretty good pick. Uh, he was great at off at Ohio State. Except for the State. fact his coach doesn't want the quarterback. Yeah, his coach <laughs> hates that quarterback. Mm. Mm. Um, there was there was a report coming out of the war room that said I cannot remember which member of the staff. It was not the head coach, but a member of the war room staff said if we had traded up to draft Dwayne Haskins, I would have thrown up on the table. That's even when Washington gets it right, they get it wrong. <laughs> um, with that, so we've gotten through fifteen of the uh, of these picks, and we're at uh, just about thirty five minutes. Um, you guys want to pick up next episode with various and sundry other folks? Yeah, and then we can do the rest of the draft because there's not a whole lot of meat. No, there's not. 
Um, all right, guys. Episode one sixteen of Throw the Flag. Well, there's a lot of meat because we hadn't talked about DK Metcalf, yet. <laughs> and we we still haven't <laughs> talked about whose meat was cut we'll, either. And we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> you 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 rewatch the draft and 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 give take copious Decide. notes on that guy's not <laughs> who's cut. cut who's not. Um, all right, one seven one sixteen. Throw the flag. Uh, TTFnetwork.com. Talk to you later. Well, it was just a boy. Away from home And you were singing the song You'll never walk alone